From MinTech, the Micro Nanotechnology Education Center, this is Talking Technicians, the podcast about technicians, who they are, what they do, and where they come from. I'm your host, Peter Kazarnov. I teach technicians and engineers at Portland Community College. In each episode, you'll meet a working technician and hear their story. That means real interviews with real technicians about real jobs. At the end of each episode, you'll hear actions you can take if you want to be a technician too. In this episode, you'll meet Antonio. Antonio works at Lawrence Livermore National Lab in Livermore, California. Antonio, welcome to Talking Technicians. Hey, Peter. Thanks for inviting me. Really glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for being on this episode. So tell me about yourself. Uh, Where do you live and how long have you been there for? So currently I live in Manteca, California, which is a small town located in California's Central Valley. And I've lived there for most of my life. And you grew up there. Um, Is there anyone else in your household right now? Yeah, so I have a very lovely wife and a beautiful 12-month-old daughter. Well, congratulations on the uh, <laughs> little you. one. Thanks. Have you seen any challenges working as a technician and uh, being part of a young family? Um, a little bit. Uh, you know, the work can be demanding at times and, you know, I'm dedicated to the project. So if I need to stay over a little bit, I'll, I'll stay and and just just being away from my family is kind of the biggest challenge. <laughs> I wish mm-hmm. I could be there all the time to watch her grow, but... And as uh, part of your work as a technician, uh, do you get things like benefits through your job and vacation time so you can support and spend time with your family? Uh, yeah, we, we definitely have vacation and benefits. That's great. It's really good to have those uh, supports. So tell me about where you work and what's your job title? So I work in the vacuum processes lab, which is a group within Lawrence Livermore, um, where I'm a senior mechanical technologist. And in in this group, uh, we do we make PVD films for other groups within Lawrence Livermore. Um, so you work at Lawrence Livermore National Lab in California. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about Lawrence Livermore National Lab? What is it and what are the main uh, research uh, topics that Lawrence Livermore pursues? All right, so we're one of three national labs, and our primary mission is to keep the world uh, a safer place. And you mentioned that you make PVD films. What, do, what does PVD stand for, and how thick are these films? So PVD stands for phase, physical vapor deposition, and it's a way to make thin films in a vacuum. Uh, it works by vaporizing atoms from a target material and condensing them onto whatever we want to coat. Um, In this case, our films range from a few atoms thick, you know, dozens of atoms thick to to thousands of uh, atoms or a few with up to a micron thick would be in the range that we deposit. And do you work on with a team or do you work by yourself? Uh, I work on a team. And uh, what other kind of job roles uh, do you interact with? Who else is uh, on your team? So we, as technicians, interact with everyone from PIs or principal investigators, scientists, engineers, uh, management at the laboratory, and other technicians. And do you work in shifts, um, or do you have a kind of set nine-to-five schedule? 
Uh, fortunately for our group, we work at a set nine to five. Uh, it makes 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 it a little easier. I don't have to worry about coming in the middle of the night. But although sometimes the project might require that, and uh, we definitely have the flexibility to to come in and do what we need to do. Since you started at Lawrence Livermore, uh, have the hours that you work changed, or has it regularly just been a nine to five for you as a technician? It's regularly been a nine to five. Uh, fortunately, mm-hmm. we have an alternative work schedule for those of us that commute. Um, it gives us every other Friday off. So at the end of the two weeks, uh, we have uh, 80 hour, eighty hours of you know full-time work. And it gives us that extra day off for not having to commute. Yeah, that's nice. So um, when you started at Lawrence Livermore, uh, did you start as a full-time employee or did you work as an intern or in some other capacity first? I actually started as an intern, uh, worked as an intern for about a year um, at a group where we were building laminar targets for shock physics experiments. Uh, After that, I got hired on as a contractor and then uh, I became a full-time employee shortly after that. So you mentioned you started out as an intern, and now you're working as a technician. Are there opportunities uh, for further professional growth at Lawrence Livermore National Lab? Um, from, my, from my experience, there's definitely a lot of opportunities for technicians. Um, and the more knowledge and skills that you get, the greater these uh, opportunities become. Have you ever trained anyone at Lawrence Livermore Lab? Um, I have. I've since taking... Since expanding my skills and knowledge, I've gained enough technical ability where I can start passing that on to new hires or, you know, people that are joining the group, even engineers that are uh, joining our group. I'm teaching them on how to operate the systems and maintain them and even some of the thin film processes. That's amazing that sometimes the technicians are the ones teaching uh, the engineers. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get to where you are now? What was your uh, work experience and your education experience before going to Lawrence Livermore? The way I got here, I'll give you the short version, is uh, I worked in manufacturing and got exposed to many aspects of the field. And then I supplemented that with uh, ex- with coursework in engineering and technology. And I feel like that's what helped me get to where I am now. Did you go to a community college? Yeah, so I started at San Joaquin Delta College in Stockton, California. Um, There I received a certificate in drafting. Um, At the same time, I was working at a machine shop and started started off sweeping the floors and then eventually ended up operating manual mills and lathes and then operating the CNC equipment. Uh, I just kind of kept trying to learn as much as I could and get as much knowledge and experience as I could uh, and while going to school. Uh, so after I received that drafting certificate, uh, I got an opportunity to work for an engineer in Stockton, California, who was designing case packaging equipment. Uh, I worked for him doing all the drafting, the detailed drawings for the pieces of equipment that we were making. Um, this wasn't a glamorous job and it wasn't in a glamorous work site. Um, but it was a good opportunity to learn a new set of skills, especially considering that I was the only other employee for him. So being in that role kind of allowed me to learn all the other aspects of, you know, how he was running his business, how he would design the equipment, um, procurement of parts, the design and assembly and field work, 
field service for the equipment. So I, I got exposed to a lot of different things. And I think that was attractive um, to the lab when I got the opportunity to intern. Uh, I applied for an internship, got interviewed, explained to them what I've done up to that point. Um, at the same time, while doing all this, I was expanding on that drafting certificate with uh, the engineering technology courses. Um, and all that definitely helped, helped me stand out a little. What are some things at community college that you learned that you feel like were helpful to secure that first internship? Because you did have some technical background in drafting and machining. Definitely the the math classes that I was starting to take, uh, chemistry, the, the, the fundamental sciences, and a few things outside of the scope of uh, my class was uh, ACDC circuits, uh, computer programming. I think all the technical classes definitely helped me stand out a little more. And how did you find out about Lawrence Livermore National Lab and know that it was an option for you? Well, growing up um, about 30 miles away, I've heard about it. Um, and it was kind of always something that I wanted to do. I, I grew up watching movies, you know, 80 sci-fi movies like Short Circuit and The Terminator 2. And, you know, it was always, uh, they always had like cool robots being built in secret labs. And, you know, I always wanted to do something cool like that. And, and then the older I got, the more I understood about what the lab did and its capabilities and the, the breadth of technology that goes on. And I kind of made it a goal of mine to be like, I want to work there. Like, that's what I want to do. And uh, at Delta College, had a program with the lab where they would come and interview the prospective students for internships. And um, I was fortunate enough to to be in, in, in those um, interviews. And Well, congratulations on securing that internship and the full-time position. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Do you remember what it felt like your first day at Lawrence Livermore National Lab? What did it feel like when you walked in that first day? Um, I felt like, honestly, I didn't belong. <laughs> like just so many smart people um, being surrounded by all this knowledge and technology and not knowing, you know, what's what was kind of uh, daunting. I definitely had my fair share of imposter syndrome. Um, but after getting to know people and kind of orienting myself on where things are located, uh, it started to become a really, really cool place and really exciting place to work. What does it feel like now compared to that first day working as a technician? Yeah, there's days I drive in and I still think to myself, well, I'm pretty, pretty lucky to be here. Um, so I, I still am thankful that, uh, I, I get to come in and work with all these intelligent people and work on these cool projects. What advice would you give current students or people who want to transition their careers and become a technician like you? So from my experience, I would say mentor mentorships. That's kind of what helped me get to where I am and not being afraid to try something that you don't know anything about. I didn't know anything about vacuum and, and thin films before joining the group. I actually worked in a group um, that utilized their services. So I kind of understood a little bit about what they did. And then an opportunity came up where I could join the group and I decided to do it because I knew nothing about vacuum. And that jump kind of helped me, 
helped put me in a position where I can learn so much. Um, so don't be afraid to do something you don't know anything about. <laughs> uh, don't discredit your past experiences. Uh, there's definitely life experiences and, and skills and training that I've had that weren't really directly related, but definitely carried over into what I'm doing now. And don't be afraid to take a job that isn't glamorous. Uh, you know, I've had that job in Stockton that wasn't glamorous at all, but it paid off. Uh, it, it paid off really well. And I have a lot to thank for that, uh, for that experience. And that's great advice. Thank you for sharing. What was something unexpected about working that you only learned after you started at Lawrence Livermore National Lab? So as a technician, I didn't know how wide of a scope you can do as a technician. Um, uh, a lot of these technicians have moved up into positions where they're designing, where they're managing. Uh, just, this, just the breadth of the capabilities of a technician that there are a lot of uh, different roles that they can uh, take on. A lot of different roles, a lot of different projects, a lot of different skills that they can acquire. Uh, I guess I guess I had kind of a narrow view of what a technician was, just you know, pushing buttons, pulling a lever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it turns out that um, uh, your jobs are just uh, so much more varied uh, than just being a button pusher, right? Oh, definitely. Great. Um, Well, you've shared some links that we're going to put in the show notes. If anybody is interested in Lawrence Livermore National Lab or looking for a career there, do you have any final call to action for students out there or uh, people who are interested in technician jobs? Yeah, definitely. If if you have that spark, keep keep at it. Um, Pursue those classes that are that are hard keep keep up with the technology it's changing all the time so and and expand on it just don't i wouldn't try to focus on one thing necessarily but just try to get a broad understanding of a lot of interesting things and then and then maybe specialize in a subject well antonio thank you so much for being on talking technicians oh thank you peter thanks for having me bye now bye Talking Technicians is produced by Mintech, the Micro Nano Technology Education Center, through financial support from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Grant Program. Opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. Join the conversation. If you are a working technician or know someone who is, reach out to us at info at talkingtechnicians.org. We're always looking out for great guests to share more stories with you.